My name is Chandelin. I am a mother, an artist, a recovering addict, and this podcast is part of my endless pursuit of breakthroughs. Okay, well, here we are. We're podcasting once again. Welcome back. Thank you for being here. I think this episode is um, going to help a lot of uh, mothers, Yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. So we, we had this idea, because uh, Mother's Day was coming up, to do kind of a Mother's Breakthrough podcast, but there were like several things um, that had come up around the topic. Um, for one, the song, uh, the Mama song. Um, but there was also a, a topic of how do you, it's a question that you get, I think, a lot, which is how do you balance being a mom and, and doing music and then doing your job and all these things. Um, so we thought, you know, oh, this is a good podcast subject. Well, when I wrote the song Mama, it was like coming off of the, um, I guess, what is the, the phrase, like off of the hinges, right? Does that make uh, sense? Yeah. Of you know, the year previous, because what, I released that in the beginning of 2020, correct? Am I wrong? Am I right? I don't remember these things. Either way, it was the year before that, you know, I had gone through the divorce, and previous to my divorce and all that, I was strictly a stay-at-home mom. Um, And so, after having, like, somewhere around a year to to reflect on, I guess, no longer being a stay-at-home mom. Um, it was, yeah, I guess it was June 24th. Um, it, I don't know how to explain this. I was able to piece together how it all felt to be kind of isolated and alone at home for five years. Um, also, while trying to do everything that I was doing at that time, which was, um, you know, making videos and doing the poetry and I guess uh, I, I don't even know um, why I, I wrote the song except for just kind of pouring all of that out of me. And uh, it was like, nobody sees this. Like, you know, once once I was out of it, I'm looking at all these other stay-at-home moms, you know, their Facebook friends, people I know. And it's like, this is not very talked about how it feels to to be at home and you know it's often looked at like a blessing to especially men husbands and they're like well I wish I was in your place I wish I was in your position just staying home you could do whatever you want my ex would tell me that like you could just whatever you want you don't have to work and I'm like I don't think you actually understand how this works there isn't there aren't resting moments there's a line in the song where it's like um she uh, goes to the bathroom to go pee and they open up the door grabbing both knees. So even in the moments where you're supposed to be like, whoo, I could take a breather, like there they are. And they literally do, mommy, mommy, what do you do? I love my children um, more than anything on this earth. Nothing will ever take precedence over them. I will never love anything more, right? Physically here on this earth. Um, there also comes with that, like, a lot of responsibility and out of that love, I 
had a lot of fears and and still do, you know. So if you you can't rest at home because you're wondering what the baby is getting into in the kitchen and they're inevitably going to choke and die or a dresser is going to fall over on top of them. So even in these moments where you should be able to like sit and chill, you can't because you're concerned of that like you're convinced or at least I was that they're going to die at any moment, right? Yeah. Um and then it's also trying to clean up after them after they like spill stuff. I mean, markers on the the walls and it's like well you know you you can clean eternally and it still won't be clean (laughs) and but you know again at that time I'm trying to do all these videos and pull people through and make phone calls and it just so much pressure kept building and building right and then I had my divorce and we ended up um having 50 50 custody and it was a time to reflect that I'm glad I did. I was a stay-at-home mom for five years. Mm-hmm. I'm happy I did that. Right? Um, could I do it anymore? I don't know. I don't know. With everything I have on my plate, like I was the type of person that was cut out to work mm-hmm. and to make sure that I provide for my children because I no longer have, you know, the ultimate man provider. No knock against Richie, but I am in the position now of providing. Um, and I'm in the position now of ensuring my children's future security. Uh, so that brings a pressure in and of itself. And there's a lot of guilt that, that comes along with that. Like it's okay for, you know, a father to go out and work and travel if he has to, but somehow you're lesser, you're a lesser mom if, if you have to do the same things. And when I spend time with my children now, um, it's quality, and I have an in-home nanny, like at my house. I don't want them going to daycare. It's my personal decision. Right. Um, it costs more to live the way that I do instead of paying for daycare. You know, I pay for her to be there, so that way I can spend more time with them when I'm, let's say, uh, not working on a song or not on a phone call or not doing the multitude of other things I have to do. Um but there's, there's a different kind of pressure now. There's a different kind of stress and fear that I didn't have a couple years ago. So right. I don't know if it's easier now or not. I don't well, think so. I, th- there's, there's, I know that um, we have these conversations, but there is that, like, you know, the amount of time spent on music and, um, uh, you know, and the, the investment, the money investment part of it too. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, well, this has to pay off because, like, this is – um, this is providing for my family and for my kids, um, and for those things. And so like, there's that pressure of like, okay, I want to be true to myself and my art, but I also need to make something that people like and consume because ultimately that's where it's going to help my kids, you know, at least we've had that conversation a number of times. Yeah. And like, it's not just studio time that I'm paying for. I'm paying for the nanny to be there. She's awesome. Love her to death. Um, I'm paying for, you know, my children to be taken care of while I'm recording and doing all these things. Uh, it's more than financial, like, because I want my kids in 15 years to look at me and say, she did all of this with us. Like, um, she was able to accomplish things, and I'm glad that she did instead of saying to themselves, oh, well, she should have been there, you know, changing every diaper or doing this and that. Like, I think they'll hold a respect that 
I still lived in my purpose while having them and being true to them and good to them always first and foremost and then still accomplishing these things. And it's so hard because when you become a mother, your identity becomes I'm a mom now and I'm nothing else outside of that. Mm -hmm. And so I was a mom a couple years ago and strictly a mom, but I remember like thinking but I am still a person outside of being a mom. And do I let that dwindle? Do I let like all of my dreams essentially die and let this be my only identity? Or do I do both and try to find a way to balance it? Mm -hmm. And I chose to do both because I know in the end it benefits not only my children more, but other people more for me to be both. And I can be both. Um, yeah, yeah. You just, yeah, I deal with a, a lot of fears and guilt like oh, okay well if I'm not a stay-at-home mom now are my kids gonna be screwed up when they grow up like am I somehow damaging them because I have to travel sometimes I make sure to mostly plan my travel when they're not with me 50-50 custody we have so um, normally I'm there, but the times where I have to leave, you know, I have all the thoughts like, oh, is this going to yeah. uh, create instability for them? So then I overcompensate while I'm there. Like, oh, I'll take you guys someplace. We'll do these really fun things. I'll try to teach them spiritual things. And then the other side of me, the other non-guilty side of me is like, no, I'm I should be doing what I'm doing and I'm ensuring to the best of my ability that they know that they're loved, that they're provided for, and that they're being guided in life. Um, there's also a lot, you know, from the past with my son because I used while I was pregnant and then for the first year of his life I was using. So I always had this mental image that somehow he's irreparably damaged mm -hmm. and it's my fault. And uh, I got to the point where I wouldn't discipline him personally because I was like, well, if I discipline him, then he's going to be even more screwed up and that's not what he needs. He needs um, love and my overcompensation. And then his attitude became like really bad, you know, when you mm -hmm. don't like yeah, yeah. discipline a child. And um, it, he reminded me of me because he he was really consumed by his emotions. He's mm -hmm. a very emotional child. This is my oldest son. Um and I just, like, over the last few months decided I'm doing him a disservice not to discipline mm -hmm. him. And his teacher called me um, and said that he was the best child she's ever had mm -hmm. in her class. Oh, and yeah, that cool. she's the he's the little leader. He will um, She will send him to the principal's office to give mail to him and teach the other students and all of this. And in that moment, I was like no, I'm not believing the lie anymore that he's irreparably damaged. I'm not holding on to this guilt anymore and moving forward. I'm going to treat him as a normal child because that's what he is. Right. And I have to. Otherwise, all of my fears will manifest if I raise <laughs> him differently. You know what I mean? Right, it was yeah, a conundrum. Yeah. It was a real one. And trying to forgive my myself through that, um, which uh, I think I've forgiven myself, but it didn't come without a lot of the fears and I still work through through those to yeah, this day, sure. you know. Is there a, like a breakthrough in balancing uh, all of the things that you do, like specifically that helps you um, cope with all the different things that you're that you're doing? I think my my breakthrough was treating my children or speaking to my children as if 
their people, not just mm-hmm. little kids, and sharing my wisdom with them, spiritual insight, um, because I, I, I realized reflecting on my own childhood that a lot of that was not given to me, right? And I was thinking back, like, what would have been the most valuable thing my mother could have taught me, instilled in me, um, g- gave me to walk away with? And it would have been that to tell me how the world really works, to tell me um, where I should be focusing my my eyes and, and my mind. And so with that being the most valuable thing I would have thought for myself, giving that to my kids has helped me. It it really is just about balancing guilt Mm. for me and balancing fear. Um, So that's been a big thing. Also just having blocks of family time. Like we have a Friday night family night where we will have movies. We'll go outside. We'll do picnics, take them to the water park. Saturday is our full family day. So I get them Wednesday through Saturday, right? So Saturday at five o'clock. Um, so Wednesday and Thursday, Thursday, I'm working up until six or 7 PM. Right. And then I spend that evening with them, talk them into bed, cook their dinner. I'm well, I cook dinner every night. Um, and then that, those, that Friday and the Saturday blocking out that time has been really important and just giving myself grace, knowing that most people go to work until that period of time and that it's no different from me. Um, the difficulty is, is having my children be at the house because I, I work from home a lot of the time, um, with my nanny there, uh, they're like, oh, during the day, if I have to come out of my office, my studio and, uh, grab water or whatever it is, my kids are like, mommy, mommy, come, come spend time with me. So I will spend lunchtime with them. But that is hard because, you know, I got, I have a work mind and I have a mom mind. Right. And so it's like this battle and they'll grab onto my legs. And so I'll end up spending time with them, but then I won't end up doing the other thing. And sometimes it's like, okay, I'm, I'm focused right now. Mommy's got to work and do this. Mommy just works from home. I don't go to work. I work from home mm-hmm. and trying to explain that thoroughly. There have been several breakthroughs. I think it's just mostly within myself um, being okay with doing what I do. There's something that somebody said to me one time, and it was about, it was actually, um, uh, it was a thing about doing music, and it was like somebody just said to to my parents about uh, me pursuing music, oh, he just needs his big break. And it was like, well, there's not one big break. It's like mm-hmm. a series of small breaks, and a series of small breakthroughs that end up being the thing. Um, is there a, what was the, because um, cause when we put the song out, so to kind of give some backstory, we put the song out, um, and it was before we had really been consistent like with the studio stuff. So you yeah. had come and done like, I don't know, I think you had, this was maybe your third song. Um, no, one come, more maybe. Yeah, and then this one. And then Mama. it was like... Um, and the pandemic had happened, so there was like a long pause and everything. And we, I said uh, something like, well, let's just get this song out there. I had already spent the time working on it. I just wanted to get it out there and just see what kind of happened with it. And then um, when TikTok became a thing, like you started, um, the song started like kind of taking off on TikTok. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Like, because there's all these moms that like ended up taking ownership of this song or they took they the lyrics resonated with them and then they were making videos and that's got to feel like amazing. It was super cool. I think uh narrowing down certain 
issues, you know what I mean? And putting your finger on one, such as being, I'm I'm not saying, uh, but you know, an issue is being a stay-at-home mom, but a struggle, right? That resonated with a lot of people because I have personally not ever heard a song describing that particular struggle, um, how that feels, the love you have for your kids, all of it. Uh, And then, yeah, putting it on TikTok, I didn't think it was going to do anything. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, okay, I'll put it on here, explain a little bit of my story. And it was really, really cool because, like I said, back when I was being a stay-at-home mom, I felt like nobody addressed how it really felt you know what I mean like you really feel extremely lonely like I didn't have friends I didn't have a babysitter I didn't get to go out to the store or have a date night or anything I was home nonstop every day for like five years my mom kept my kids like two or three times in that five years one being for like my wedding night um another one I can't remember the events I would go to speak at, I'm bringing my babies with me. Like we are traveling in the car for 11 hours, like all of it, no break. And I think that a lot of other moms are going through that and they don't feel seen or heard. They don't feel like their husbands or boyfriends understand. Um, So I think a lot of the reason why some people had shared that or interacted with that was to show their husbands or their boyfriends and they told me that that's what they were doing because they they're trying to explain their struggle to their significant other and they don't get it they don't hear it because they're going to work at a factory or whatever and they're just sitting there thinking oh you can just lay on the couch all day and (laughs) you know yell at the kids and and they'll listen and I put the line in the song like the kids don't listen to the the same as their father you know for the father Um, she stares out the window as her mind wanders and she can't help but to ponder on the thoughts of freedom. She would kill and die for them, but she would never leave them, right? It's like, no, that's not the way it works. They don't just listen. Yes, they listen to you while you're home. You know what I mean? And you yell and they stop. But with me, I have to uh, yell or ask a hundred plus times, right? So I think, uh, yeah, it was about showing the significant other as well and then just... uh, feeling seen and heard, and it's been super cool to see all the videos that people have made to, to Mama. Yeah, um, like when you first showed it to me, I was I couldn't believe how many yeah. people like um, made their own, where they were singing along with it and yep. just all kinds of stuff. It was really, it was really crazy. It's hooky. Um, I overwrote the rap there, though. I think I put <laughs> too many bars in it, but hey, anybody that's uh, listening, be forgiven. forgiving. This was like when I first started rapping and doing anything, and I had brought this song in full to the studio, like mm. already written it, written the chorus, everything, and I was like, let's do this. And I didn't take like any direction to cut down some of the lines or anything. Granted, it worked out in the end, but uh, yeah, in hindsight, I would have done 16 bars each verse, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But here we are. Well, I mean, it's a process, and uh, it still turned out good. I mean, yeah. it was... Um, a little on the longer side, but, um, so as far as, and then people too, the, the, like it continues to get streams regularly, like yeah. people find it on Spotify. Um, so the song can be found on Spotify. Um, also you can check out, uh, Shanda on TikTok and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, so later today at the studio, we are going to be making a lyric video to help kind of commemorate this for Mother's Day. Yes. And, um, so that will be coming out. This Friday, uh, I'm trying to think of where you could find it. If if you're listening to this way after the fact, you can always 
uh, find it YouTube. on YouTube and all of those things and subscribe to Shanda's YouTube. Shandalin Music on Shand- YouTube. Yep. And then also there's uh, ShandalinMusic.com uh, for all that. That's the hub for everything. There's her website there. Sign up for her newsletter if you really want to stay in the loop. Um, but yeah, is there anything else we want to add to? Uh, yeah, the- just an ending. I'll say. Um, two separate things. One, if you're a mom um, and you're struggling with, you know, staying at home, just remember that somebody sees you and hears you and you're doing what you believe is best for your kids. And that's very valuable. And the day is going to come where they're older. Um, It'll come quickly and you won't feel so isolated anymore. They will be picking up their rooms and you're not going to be afraid that they're going to be choking on something when they eat their lunch. Um, And the peace will come. And I think there's going to be a great reward for you uh, after putting in so much work. Um, Try not to be so resentful to your your significant other, uh, I was. They they don't understand, and now I know my ex understands because we have 50-50 uh, custody, but they haven't lived it, so they're not going to know. And I know it's frustrating. You can show them my song. You can tell them, hey, I don't feel seen. I don't feel heard. What would make me feel appreciated is if you acknowledged my struggle, um, and I'm pretty sure they would. Second thing is if you're dealing with mom guilt uh, because you work or you've been through addiction, just give yourself some grace. If you know that you're doing the best possible things that you can for your kids and you're also working to ensure that they have a future and security, you're doing it right. And, uh, you know, it it doesn't matter what anybody else says. If you can work that out from within and you can be forgiving and graceful to yourself, um, you're going to be able to in turn raise them better because you're not going to see through the blinders of guilt or fear. You're going to be able to be present with them while you're with them and raise them consciously. And it's something we work at every day. It doesn't just dissipate or disappear. This is something that is you have to consistently address within yourself. Uh, But it's possible if you've been through addiction and you were a mom while, while you were forgive yourself, move forward. Your children can be repaired. The damage can be repaired. Um, Just stay consistent. Do what you say you're going to do with them. Um, Prove that you are trustworthy. Love them. Show them that love. Make sure that they they hear that they're loved and they'll be okay. Yeah, that's that's really good. That's really good, yeah. Okay, well, um, yeah, this is the Mother's Day podcast, I guess. Yes. (laughs) And, uh, uh, check out Mama. Uh, check out the lyric video. And uh, yeah, thank we'll, you guys. Yeah, see you next I time. I love you guys. Bye. Peace. Peace. Feeling like the pressure is closing in over her head All she wants is a shower but the kids are screaming Daddy left for work and she gets that lonely feeling The coffee pot sits on the counter but the baby is crying It takes her 45 minutes to calm him Cause he thinks he's dying Her hair is tangled, matted up to the back of her head She pours a cup of coffee wishing that she had a friend The cartoons echo inside of the whole house She hasn't even left the house for a whole week now She's exhausted from the moment that she wakes up She's even too tired to go and put some makeup 
cereal that's spilled in the kitchen The counter's a mess She loves her babies but it's so hard not to get depressed Feeling less about herself cause she is overwhelmed Feeling so awful cause she always has to seem to yell The kids don't listen to her the same as their father She looks out the window staring as her mind wanders And she can't help but to ponder on the thoughts of freedom She would kill and die for them, she would never leave them It's one o'clock, dad called saying he'll be late He's got a few errands to run and some bills to pay Her heart sinks in her chest, it seems like forever She cuddles the babies on the couch to nap together 